Welcome to the Put Cancer Behind You podcast, a series dedicated to helping cancer patients and survivors lead healthy, happy, cancer-free lives. I'm your host, Maria Barnes. In today's episode, I'll be sharing a bit more, and this time, I'd like to talk about why it's so important to manage your mind. Getting healthy and staying healthy depends on it. The truth is you can talk yourself into and out of just about anything, but most of us do it unconsciously by using the beliefs in our subconscious to play out how we move through life. Whatever we focus on is what we get more of, so what unconscious beliefs are you allowing to drive your ship and navigate your world? Maybe it's time to change your focus and kick it up a notch or two. How do you start? By slowing down. It's pretty much impossible to understand the strategies you have at play as you go through your day without slowing down. It's only then that you can even start to listen to what's coming up in your mind. All those thoughts that show up as your inner voice. Of course, they go hand in hand with your emotions. What you feel is intimately related to the stories you tell yourself, and all of that comes from the beliefs that are running in your subconscious mind. If you slow down and listen to the chatter in your head, and then allow yourself to feel how your body is moving to the tune of those thoughts, it'll be clear as to which side of the fence you're on, happy and in the flow, or out of balance, stressed and in overdrive. What the latter is always showing you is that you've got work to do and beliefs to let go of. If you don't, they'll surface again and again and again until you realize how you're tripping yourself up. And that's pretty important when it comes to your health. I'll give you an example. True story. Late last year, my husband and I flew into Phoenix to attend a retreat in Sedona. It's roughly a two-hour drive from Phoenix up into the mountains to get there. And when I booked the tickets, I felt confident that we'd be able to arrive well before the sun went down. As it turned out, the flight from Chicago to Phoenix was delayed by several hours, and when we landed, it was close to 5 o'clock and the sun was sinking. We hurried to the baggage claim, grabbed our suitcases as quickly as we could, and jumped on the bus to the rental car center. I was already obviously envisioning a stress-filled drive up that winding road to Sedona, and I was in, honestly, a complete hurry to get on the road. As we were checking out the car, my phone rang. It was the airline telling me that I had grabbed the wrong bag off the carousel and needed to go back to the terminal to switch it out with the correct one. I don't need to tell you how more stress that made me. The result was that thanks to my own impatience and worry, we arrived at the retreat well after the sun had set and the retreat had begun. Fast forward a year. I'm not kidding you. I flew back into Phoenix to go to Sedona again, and as crazy as it sounds, the very same thing happened, which is to say, I landed late, I was in a real hurry again, and because of my impatience, I grabbed the wrong bag and ended up being even later to the retreat because I had to go back to the terminal from the rental car building to switch out my luggage. Yes, I had taken the wrong bag again, because in my haste, I hadn't taken the time to make sure I had the right bag. The fact that I did this twice with identical results really hit home for me. It forced me to realize that I had the same beliefs, the same negative beliefs running for an entire year in my subconscious. And although they weren't in my best interest, 
They were fueling the strategies that I was relying on to live my life. It became super clear to me that it was time to slow down and manage my mind. Now, that particular story doesn't seem to have any bearing on my health. Or does it? If I was running this belief of lack, which is what it amounts to essentially, for a whole year, how has that impacted my stress levels over the course of this past year? What did it do to the level of the cortisol in my body? And what other negative thoughts and beliefs did I have running in my subconscious that were also impacting my health and which I needed to let go of? Nothing ever gets kicked out of our subconscious mind unless we take the time to observe what's at play and acknowledge that we'd be better off if we let go of certain beliefs, because it's our beliefs that create our life, and in particular, our health. I clearly need to learn how to relax a bit more about life instead of getting wound up and taking down my immune system due to stress. Although it took me doing the same exact thing twice to wake me up and ask myself what other less than optimal people and events were showing up for me repeatedly because I wasn't managing my mind, I realized that I had been shown what I needed to change. That's a gift. This is important because when thoughts and beliefs don't serve you, they don't support a healthy immune system, and negatively repetitive thoughts do lead to disease. I also want to point out that we also use negative beliefs to keep us small, to limit ourselves, and to deny our power. As a result, we hand over our personal power to others. But when we change that and open our minds, anything can unfold for us, and I mean anything. So as we wrap up this year, you might want to make it a point to slow down and observe how you're feeling and come to terms with the beliefs that go along with those feelings. The truth is that when all of our judgments, worries, and petty thoughts get cleared out of our mind and loving, kind thoughts get implanted, life becomes healthier in just about every way. When you begin to manage your mind, you come to an understanding of all the thoughts and beliefs that society asks us to hold a belief in and a fear of death, a belief in and a fear of aging, all the beliefs and fears of not having enough of anything, including a lack of time and a lack of money. Most importantly for cancer patients and survivors is the belief that most of us have bought into that we cannot stay healthy or truly heal ourselves and that we must depend on a doctor or a pill or a shot or some infusion to make us well and keep us well. And none of those beliefs are true. It's just that we've been programmed our entire lives to believe in them, and so we've made them our truths. But if you want to live life differently, you've got to let go of them all and replace them with beliefs about how powerful you are. And doing that work takes focus. Remember, what you focus on, what you envision and feel into, in other words, what you give energy to, is what you get more of. And I also want to add that what you believe becomes true for you. It manifests for you. So ask yourself, what is true for me? Am I lacking in anything? Am I afraid of anything? What am I resisting? How am I keeping myself small? How am I not being authentic? And how am I handing over my power to others? Take the time to sit down and observe your thoughts and beliefs. As you ask the questions, write down your answers. If anything comes up that's not loving for you and or others, begin to refute the negative beliefs and thoughts by letting them go. 
Go down the list you've made and one by one, tell yourself that that thought or belief is untrue and that you deserve better. And then affirm your new truth by stating the opposite. When it comes to creating good health, tell yourself, I am the creator of my reality. I have the power to create the life I want. I am healthy. I am healed. I'm abundant. And I have the power to stay this way. The way to make anything you want manifest for you, to make it your reality, is to envision yourself in a situation you want to experience and then feel into it. By feeling into the affirmations that you are making, you make them your new truths. That's how it works. So spend a few minutes every day doing this, feeling healthy, feeling powerful, feeling happy, feeling like you have all the time in the world, feeling like you're safe and loved and loving. Then feel how abundant you are. And as you envision and feel into everything, you're going to find that you're enjoying all that you would like to experience in this lifetime. You're going to bring it from your mind. And once you've focused really into it, that's what manifests for you. And then you have to seal the deal and take action to make it happen. Doing this, which is to say taking the time to manage your mind, is what puts you consciously in the driver's seat of what you want. This is what the idea behind creating your own reality consciously actually means. And once you know how to do it, you can turn around anything. And I mean anything, including poor health. I did just that by accident. I'll admit it was. But by deconstructing how I put myself into remission from terminal cancer, I understood the process. And if I can do it, anyone can do it. What you need to be successful is focus, which is to say intention and belief. You need to believe that you have the power to manifest whatever it is that you're focusing on. Feel hopeful expectation that what you focus on will manifest for you, and it will. That's how you master your mind. Sometimes it takes a really uncomfortable event to shake you up and make you aware of what needs to be swept out of your mind, but if you pay attention to what shows up and work on the thoughts and beliefs as they show up, you will become the master of your own experience. No longer will you be your own victim. No longer will you blame anyone else for anything because you're only ever seeing that which is deep in your own mind projected out onto the movie screen of your life. If you don't like what's showing up in your life, you need to go inside and manage your mind. That's where you get to rewrite the script and create a different movie. Yes, you do have the power to do that. So look at what's not working for you and flip it. You have the power to do that. Remember, the world that's playing out in front of you every day is manufactured from your own consciousness and the collective consciousness of our society. Don't waste time judging what you don't want. Take control by accepting that it's there and then changing the situation or event by changing your mind and consciously allowing yourself to manifest something different. That starts by turning inside and getting calm. Once you're at peace or in a state of radical acceptance, send whatever you don't want out into the ethers with love. Then focus on feeling into what you do want. Get excited about it manifesting for you and seal the deal by taking action to bring it into the world. I know this is a lot to take in, so be kind to yourself as you do the work. Changing old habits, old ways of doing things, and old beliefs, they all take time. No one becomes a master overnight. It takes a lot of practice to become a master and a lot of practice to turn anything around. 
That brings me back to my lesson about slowing down. What did I learn? I realized I could have made each of those trips out to Sedona go differently for me. So how could I have done that? Well, to begin with, I would have started the work before the trip even began. I would have become aware. I would have been mindful. I would have been envisioning a great flight out, a super easy drive up to Sedona, and a happy, calm feeling for the entire trip. And I would have done that before I stepped out of my door. I would have cultivated a feeling of confidence inside of myself. I would have focused on the feeling that everything was going to turn out fine and that I would never have to rush or be fearful in any way. I would also have told myself, we never know what anything is for, so just go with the flow. If my flight had ended up being delayed, I would have accepted it instead of getting stressed out about it. I would also have kept envisioning a safe, calm trip despite the setback and would have worked to feel grounded and at peace no matter what. Finally, I would have consciously dedicated myself to living out my envisionings, feeling into safety, feeling into security and happiness, and knowing that all would be well. After all, I know that what I project is what comes back to me from a frequency standpoint, so I would be concentrating on being high vibe the entire time. What I want to say is that whether it's a trip, an event, a presentation, a new job, or a family gathering, be mindful. Yes, it does take presence of mind to live this way, but if you start doing it, it won't be long before you begin to notice a difference, that things really are going better for you, that you really do feel well, that you really are more abundant in so many ways, and that people around you are relating better to you and being kinder. You can bet that before I take another trip, I'm going to consciously envision an easy, enjoyable, safe travel experience and walk out of my house with a feeling of confidence and happiness when that day arrives. Do I make it a point to do this kind of mind management when it comes to my health? Most definitely. At least I try. Every day before I get out of bed, I start by telling myself that it's going to be a great, healthy day. I actually make myself feel happy and calm even while I'm still in bed. I'm full of hopeful expectation and look forward to what life is going to bring me. And I tell myself that all will work out exactly the way it's supposed to. Now, I'm going to confess that I don't always manage to keep my good intentions going all day long. Obviously, I allow myself to get stressed thanks to the work I still need to do. I'm not there yet, but I'm working on it. And that's the important point. We all have to start somewhere and trust that as we keep going, things will work out. Let's face it, if you really think about it, every day is going to present each of us with something to let go of, some belief that's challenging, and you'll know what it is if you examine what's not working well for you. So take the time to observe your thoughts and see what shows up for you every day and determine how you feel about it all, because that's how you know if you're on or off track. If you're not feeling great about someone or something, If anything is feeling less than loving, pay attention. Don't let another day go by without noting the work that you need to do. After all, it's what you came for. When I sit down and review both of those trips to Sedona, you know what comes up for me now? Gratitude. I'm grateful that everything worked out, yes, even if I could have done it better. But more importantly, I'm grateful for the the kick-in-the-pants reminder to slow down and become aware of when I'm letting my shortcomings get the better of me. I know I'm the creator of my reality. I realize I need to pay more attention to that, what I'm actually creating for myself. If something is less than, I know I can change it. 
I'm set on not letting negative beliefs about lack be the strategy I settle on to live my life. I have the power to change anything. If I wake up to what I'm thinking, feeling, and doing, I can become a wiser, happier, and less stressed individual, and that supports good health. So be mindful. So that's it for this session. I'm wishing you all a great holiday season. Have fun, eat healthfully, and take the time to look at how you're using your mind. Remember, no one's coming to save you. Make it a point to be mindful and stand up. Be the one you've been waiting for by waking up to your thoughts and beliefs, and then manage your mind so that no one else does it for you. You're a powerful creator. Go forward using your power to be joyful and shine your light and love on the world around you, because that's how what you do want comes right back to you. God bless and keep you. Here's wishing you a healthy, happy, mindful day. Thank you for listening to Put Cancer Behind You with Maria Barnes. So you won't miss a single episode. We hope you'll follow our program on Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite pod platforms. And be sure to visit us at mariabarnes.net, on Facebook at Put Cancer Behind You, on Twitter at PCBY01, or on Instagram at mariabarnespcby. Also, you can help us grow our audience by leaving a thoughtful review. Remember, if you or someone you know is in need of cancer coaching, Maria is here to help. We'll see you next time.